Genre. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And today we're talking about Minute 77... 77? 78! We're talking about Minute 78! You know how many times I told myself off mic that we were doing number 78 and I still botched it. We're doing Minute 78. Today we are talking about Minute 78 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, it starts with Harry hovering above the Quidditch pitch, and it ends with Angelina Johnson throwing the cloth. I like... I'm very pleased that we get to talk about all of the Quidditch team. Um, did we already... I think we talked about um, earlier this week. I'm not going to say it like that. We talked earlier this week about um, the Gryffindor team and the different actresses that make up the Chasers. Right. Um, I have a lot of notes about some of the Slytherin players for today. Oh, okay. Um, in this minute, we see the the two teams kind of making a, a circle around the, the pitch, um, kind of looking down at Madame Hooch on the ground below. It looks like they are really high in the air. Oh, yes. Um, I, I really like Madame Hooch's uh, referee outfit. I never noticed that. I never really thought about it either, yeah. And I, I, I never realized they're black and white robes, just like a referee in muggle sports yeah. would wear black and white yeah. stripes. Which is interesting because it's it's like kind of subtle because she had just like the black robes earlier like when yeah. they were doing the... I mean the, the majority of the robes Most that she's of them wearing are just here like are black, but, but there is seeing the all the white, white inlay is really cool. Right? It looks nice. She looks, yeah, she looks great. I love she's that. Got, does so she much. have like a, what's on her head? Goggles she's got on goggles her on her head. Um, none of the other players are wearing goggles. Uh, Harry wears goggles when they play in the rain in Prisoner of Azkaban, though. She doesn't have glasses. I don't see why. Hmm. Maybe they're just for aesthetic. Right. She just wants to look great. They just look good with her look. They do. They complete the outfit. I like her glasses. Or her, her goggles. Her goggles. Um, she tells them that she wants a nice, clean game from all of you, like very dramatically. And then she doesn't look in a southern direction. Doesn't call a single foul, which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, so we see the team kind of gathered around. Um, on the Slytherin side, we get uh, only a handful of people that are named. I I don't even know if all of these characters are like real people. Uh, only three members of the Slytherin team are credited. Okay. And I don't know... I think the credits are wrong. Oh? Um, I had the hardest time figuring out who plays who on the Quidditch team. Because I kept getting multiple answers for each of these characters. And it's because the cast says one thing, the cast list, at the end of the movie says one thing at the end of Sorcerer's Stone, 
and then a different thing at the end of Chamber of Secrets, even though they're the same character, they're the same actors. So one of the times they got it wrong. But none of these actors are anyone who's big enough to, like, I can't, I can't find anything else that they've done that anyone would know them from. Right. So, so they're just these little bit characters. With these three guys that we see well, here. It is Marcus Flint, who is the head of the team. He's the chaser that, uh, that knocks out Oliver Wood later. The one with the fake teeth. The one with the fake teeth. Yeah, he's got prosthetic teeth. They're hideous. They, they look awful. They're supposed to, I think they're supposed to, they're, they're, they evoke an emotion. And, and I think it's supposed to be like, oh no, this guy's like, I'm not repulsive, but like, he's the enemy of this game. Right. You know? Like, he's our, he's our villain for the next, like, ten minutes. Well, <laughs> eight minutes, I think, that we yeah. have left of this. And, um, and we'll really see him kind of coming into that, uh, the rest of the week. But I think it just adds to that, like, kind of sneer that he has. Um, we also have another chaser, Adrian Pusey, who's played... Okay, so so Marcus Flint, if I am... I'm pretty sure that, that this is the definitive. I did a lot of research. IMDb told me different things. Certain oh different websites said different things. The Harry Potter wiki page said different things. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, these came from the Harry Potter wiki, and I tried to check their sources, and I think that these are the correct answers. Okay. Uh, we have Chaser, uh, Adrian Pusey, who's played by Scott Fearn, Fern, it's F-E-A-R-N, uh, Captain Marcus Flint, played by Jamie Yeats, and then our Seeker, Terrence Higgs, is played by Will Feakston. Okay. And uh, we'll see him face off against Harry in this minute, too, as the when they release the snitch. So Madame Hooch tells them that she wants a nice clean game from everybody. And then she goes to release the she goes to release um the the balls in the Quidditch box. Right. They were training. The from. the quaffle and the Yeah. The bludgers and, and the, the bludgers, yeah. So so last time we saw this chest. Mm-hmm. The bludgers were strapped down with like metal straps. Right. Okay. Like, Oliver Wood really had to wrestle with it to get it in. Mm-hmm, and then strap it in place. Mm-hmm. When Madame Hooch kicks this, they just fly out. They're not strapped down. How did they get them in the chest? The Like, this time. Like, without strapping them down, she was able to close the chest. Like, did she have someone else help her? At that point, you would, at, at, at least... A three-person job. <laughs> yes! Uh, yeah, you need two people to hold down the bludgers and someone else to close... I mean, they do have magic. Right. So they don't... Ne- I mean, they don't necessarily have to, like, physically hold them down. They could use a spell on but them. But I still don't... I still think you would have to have, like, one person devoted to each of the bludgers. I don't... Right. Or it's like, um... When Hermione stops the pixies in... Uh, Lockhart's class in Chamber of Secrets, she says something and everything freezes, like all of them stop. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe there's like a like a spell that they could use that a particular like particular charm or whatever. yeah that 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 arrests the motion of the bludgers so that they can like temporarily yeah 
placate them in a way. Maybe her kicking it unlatched the metal latches. Suppose it's possible. She just got a really strong kick. <laughs> no, maybe there's like a like a release. Oh, that's true. Yeah, okay, maybe. That could work. I could accept that. Alright. No, I, I like I like I like I like three people wrestling the plungers into the chest. Every every game. Every, every game, game gotta do this. Gotta do it. Like oh Do you man. think it's the responsibility of one of the it's the responsibility of the beaters? The four beaters from each or the two beaters from each team have to team up to like get the plunger into the Right, that's true. <laughs> that'd be nice. That'd be a nice <laughs> uh uh exercise to show teamwork in a way. Like, yeah, you're on know. opposite teams, but you gotta work together For to this. get these things in yeah. there. <laughs> Good, good luck. Uh, they, they, in the book, they call the Weasley twins a pair of bludgers themselves. Right, yes, they do. I remember like. that line. That is, that is a great line. I like that a lot. So the bludgers go flying up into the air, and then, of course, they're followed by the snitch. The snitch takes its time to, like, go, go around Harry's head and then around Terrence Higgs's head. Um, and then it vanishes into the sky. And we won't see it for a while. Mm hmm. Um, I. I have names for the rest of this the um, Slytherin team, but we don't have any cast. We have a chaser named Graham Montague, um, who would be the third chaser of the team. Marcus Fl I like that the captain of the team just plays whatever position. Yeah, it doesn't have to be always the same position. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is cool. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if it's like that for... I honestly don't know enough about sports to answer anything. Actually, I don't either, so. <laughs> Guys, we're, tell me if that's a weird we're thing. We're nerds. We don't want yeah, we don't know. What? We should have gotten some sporty person to come talk about Quidditch with us. A sporty person? Yeah, some of you. Whatever, we'll talk Quidditch. We have many more Quidditch games. To, uh, to, to liken these positions to something in soccer or football or whatever, mm -hmm. like, oh, the chaser's kind of like... It'll know. happen on our, on our uh, listeners' army page. Right, they'll be like, oh, there would be this and this. If you're listening, go to our Facebook. Sorry, it's Potter Minute, the listeners' army. Tell us what you know about sports and footage. Sports go sports. Yeah. Sports go sports. Oh my god. <laughs> go sports. There's a little, it's little, a little flag, flag but little. it's just got like a different uh, sports balls. <laughs> it just has like a whole bunch of them. <laughs> like it's not for anything in particular. We are nerds. Uh, the beaters are uncredited and unnamed. Oh, okay. They're and mysterious. the keeper, the keeper's name is Miles Bletchley in the book, but uh, it's she's a, a girl named Amy. Uh, I think the actress, uh, she's played by a female in the movie. We only see her for a second when uh, Angelina Johnson gets her first score. Second score? I think second goal. Next, uh, in a couple of minutes. Leave. Like, I took a note, now I don't trust it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Her name is um, Amy Puglia, is the actress. And it just says that she's an actress who she played, uh, she portrays a Quidditch player and a student in like quotation marks, according to the Harry Potter wiki page. 
Um, <laughs> because there are a lot of, like, uncredited cast. Uh, that was the only other Switch. She was the only other Slytherin player I could actually find a name for. Um, it's very strange. Very strange. Huh. Yep, yep. I think that was all my notes for this minute. Uh, we still have a little bit left, though. Um, Madam Hooch picks up the quaffle, and <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the team is way too high above her for this throw to make sense. Right, she would have, like, a quite an arm on her. Yes. Yes, I would think so. Um, the best explanation I can come up for is when we talked about the quaffle during Harry's training with, um, with Oliver Wood last week? Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks. Um, when we talked about the quaffle, we found out that, um, the newest version of the quaffle, the one that they've been using for the last couple of centuries, is called the Pennyfold Quaffle. And one of the traits about the, the quaffle is that it is not affected by gravity the same way, or is affected by gravity less, so that it'll fall more slowly, which uh, prevented um, players from having to, like, retrieve it from the mud below when they were playing in, like, marshes and things. Right. Back in, like, the 10th century. Um... So if it's affected by gravity less, I guess it would make sense that she could throw it higher than... Right, then that, to- then that totally makes sense. Because then it would have less resistance? Yeah, there's less uh, was... there's less pull yeah. for it to come back down. So it would go f- higher and faster. Like, theoretically. Theoretically. How do you... The con... The... the, the, the like... I think that this is the strangest concept of magic I've tried to, like, wrap my brain around mm-hmm. for this movie. Um, because it's not like, it's not like it's a spell that makes it lighter. It's a spell that makes gravity affect it less. Like, yeah. how does that, how does that work? Like, could you do it to a person? Would you float away? Would you float, would you float away? It would be like, like Willy Wonka when they drink the sodas that they're not supposed to. He used to burp to come back down. It's so silly, but... Mm, well, I don't, if, if gravity is affecting a person less... It could be, like, chronic. It would just mean that you would jump. jump it would just would keep... Jump, like, like, you start just going. It, it's, uh... I, I had this fear. Like... Being on, like... Like, seeing, um... Videos of people on the moon. And just like, oh, if you got like one really good jump, could you like break free? What Wait. if gravity is like that low? Whoa. I read a, a little bit of a book. We're we're off minute, but I read a little bit of a book by Gene Wolfe, who's this sci-fi author. Uh, turned out it was the wrong. It wasn't the first book in the series, so I shouldn't have read it yet. But um, I read a chapter, and in that chapter, they were on these massive uh, like colony ships traveling through the stars. Mm-hmm. And he's outside on the deck of the ship. They've got, like, big solar sails, so they're basically ships. Which is awesome! Isn't that cool? It is cool. That's... Uh, what? Yeah. Wow. Solar sails. Solar sails. Just, just, it just sounds cool. And he does that. He jumps, and then he's, he's still rising. 
and then like, oh my god, he's he's going, he's not coming back down. Uh, um, um, yeah, and he like he like has to like catch on to one of the things on the sails and like pull himself back down to the what? to the deck. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it was insane. It's so um, crazy. I wanna I wanna read that series. They're supposed to be really good. The first book is it's called they're called the the Book of the New Sun. Okay. Um, and it's like cool future stuff. That is not what we're talking about, though. No. We're talking about Quidditch. So the game begins. With the, re- the, the Quaffle is released, and the game begins, says Lee Jordan. And then it's this great animated, just like, watching the, the um, Gryffindor chasers just own the field. Uh, Angelina Johnson, uh, I believe, is the one that we're following. Yeah. And she yeah, is great. a pro. She she's dodges great. everybody. She does some barrel rolls. Like it is intense. Does she get uh, into professional Quidditch after? I Hogwarts? I hope so. Because that would have totally made sense. I hope so. If any of their team um continued with Quidditch, it's got to be her, right? Wasn't she the um? She's the one who was the captain after Wood, but before Harry. Right? Right. Uh, and she also, she eventually marries George Weasley, which we talked about um, yesterday, the day before. Yesterday, I think. Um, it says that she was captain in her seventh year. Two years after she left school, she fought the Battle of Hogwarts there. Sometime at the end of the war, she married George Weasley. It does not say what she did after... After Book 7. Aww. Ooh. I would like to know. It says... That she ended up... Oh. um, Yeah, it says she... Grew closer to her friend George Weasley. The two got married and went on to have two children. She left her marital home to care for her ailing father shortly before the Quidditch World Cup in July 2014. That's a strange, specific date. Right? Hmm. 19 years later is this year, so July 2014 would have been 15 years after... 16 years after the end of the... That's very... That's oddly specific year. It is. <laughs> it says that they traveled... Um, to the Patagonian Desert to attend the Quidditch World Cup on 11th July. Uh, Rita Skeeter mentioned rumors that Angelina had grown restless in her marriage to George and thus had chosen to leave to live elsewhere, presumably with her lover. Whoa, what's going on? Her fellow commentator, Angelina's sister-in-law, Ginny Potter, quickly refuted these rumors, explaining that she had been caring for her father. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's uh, because Rita Skeeter, of course, would say. I wanted to know about her. Things. I I wanted her to go on to be like some awesome Quidditch player, and that didn't happen. I guess that's lame. That is lame. Man, it's funny now. Yeah. Oh, they replaced this actress in Goblet of Fire with Tiana Benjamin Ooh. instead of Danielle Tabor. Because she looked physically the same age as the Weasley twins, where she, I guess, did not. Oh, I see. Oh, it, she was also um, in a show. 
Oh. Oh, no, Tiana Benjamin didn't come back in Order of the Phoenix because she was in a show. Oh, I see. Okay. That's weird. What? Yeah. So is she not in the last couple movies? Oh, I guess she's not. The last movie she appears in is Order of the Phoenix. Oh, all right. Huh. And in Order of the Phoenix, it's just her name appears on the, like, Dumbledore army list. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a bummer. I'm surprised, like, it, it. it's surprising to me these characters that I imagine are, like, ever-present. I don't know. Yeah, like, when when I, I found know. out that Madame Hooch is only in this one, I was like, what? Like, no way. Are you serious? It, like, she doesn't even show up in the Battle of Hogwarts? Like, no. 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 You should have had everyone in the Battle of that's what I'm saying. Like everyone should have like been seen at least once, and that would have been amazing. Yeah. I mean, they had a lot of people to juggle, but still, that's like, true. Could have had so many still. more. Bring back everybody. Wow. Oh well. Yeah. So that's the end of the minute. Angelina Johnson. She is. Uh, she Zooming. is going for the goal. Look at that determination. Oh my God, she is on it. I. I really. Uh, I really love Lee Jordan's commentary in the in the book, how intense he gets, and he's Even like he's a little biased. The, he is biased, and <laughs> he is and, biased. and then he has to keep saying sorry, Professor, because McGonagall's like, hey, like Jordan. I think Jordan's. I think I think Jordan's uh, calling all the all the fouls in the book, even though Hooch is not. Yeah. Like, what are they? Why are they allowing this? And then Hooch isn't doing anything. Yeah. You're a terrible referee. Uh huh. Where's that call, ref? See, that's that's like real sports stuff. I've right? I've yeah, known yeah. people to watch TV and be yelling at the TV, and they always yell about the referee, right? Yep. The referee's like, "What are you doing? Uh -huh. Are you blind?" Uh -huh. Exactly. Or uh, well, I guess wait, yeah, because baseball doesn't really have a referee. They have, they have an umpire. The, the umpire. And everyone's always getting in the umpire's face. It's all like, "What? You know, what do you mean? I was out. I was totally in. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff." So like, I don't know. That's, that's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. People get so intense about sports. They do. They do. But I'm pretty sure, like, there's things that we watch in which we're like, why did you just do that? Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You want to yell at the TV. You're be like, dang it. Like, what? You're so stupid. I mean, it happens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, that's it. I think that's everything I have for this minute. I'm all pretty right. sure that was on my notes. Uh, yep. I said I love the Quidditch box jumping around. How did they close the plungers in there? Seriously. The snitch circles their heads. Angelina Johnson with the quaffle. With an exclamation point at the end. Cause look at her. Yeah, she's great. She's so She great. has like that stance of a football player though. With the yeah, she's got it under her arm. She's got the quaffle arm. tucked under her arm. And she's got one hand around the broom and she's yeah. like going. She's she's like really forward, yep, like, getting all like, that speed. Yeah, nothing can touch her. That's great. I want to watch that sequence over and over again. It's just great watching. She's a she's a good quick player. She is a good quick player. All right, join us tomorrow, everybody, for minute seventy nine. Minute seventy nine of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone as we continue our Quidditch match. Two weeks of Quidditch, almost, you guys. Wow. We still have several several minutes left. I'm excited. Uh, we have a guest coming up next week to talk Quidditch. Be fun. See Snape next week. Yay! Yay! I'm always happy. I'm always happy. Mm. I've got a uh, future stuff. I've got some good like places where I think we're gonna butt heads about Snape. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, no. Because of just things that I've read recently. But that's okay. We'll talk about that later. Oh, no. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Harry... Uh, no. Um, I already did those plugs on Monday and Tuesday. You can find us on iTunes, Harry Potter Minute. Leave us a five-star rating and a, and a review that help us get found iTunes has a section that says Harry Potter Podcasts, and I really want us to show up there. Like, I want people to, like, we're, no, we're, we're out there. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, tell us that you, share us with your friends. We're, we're into that. Get us, get us found out. I want, I want more and more people to listen. We have a lot of fun doing this, and, and I have a lot of fun interacting with all of our listeners. I want to spread that, you know? Yeah, spread so the help love. Us out. Yeah, spread the love. And the knowledge. Oh, boy. Of Harry Potter. All right. Mischief managed. Oh, thank you, Victoria. You're welcome. Mischief managed. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Are you gonna do it again? I was hoping you were gonna help me.